this week on Phone a Friend. It's a hot divorce summer, and I think I know why Justin Trudeau is single. I'm invited to Gwyneth Paltrow's house. You won't believe what Heidi and Spencer just announced. And I call pop superstar Sean Desmond for a private serenade. Come on, get in and get ready. Okay, I absolutely forced him to sing to me for most of our conversation. So come on, get in and get ready. Because Phone a Friend starts now. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Girl, let's phone a friend with Jesse Cruikshank. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Phone a Friend. I'm Jesse Cruikshank. Ah, it is good to be back. Jason, my producer, isn't it good? Hello. It feels good. Oh, hello. It feels good. The warm embrace of your voice. It feels good. <laughs> yeah. Last week, I was live at the Just for Laughs Festival in Montreal, and I just, I need to begin by giving a sincere thank you and shout out to all of the unbelievable listeners who traveled literally from far and wide, Jason. Some drove in from Ontario, others flew in from Alberta just to see Phone a Friend live. Like, uh, That's crazy. It was crazy and, and, and just such a fun show. So great to see everybody in real life, to take selfies with all of you, even if it was in hotel ballroom lighting. And if you missed last week's episode, we did vote to determine the official name of our beloved loyal listeners. And it was a landslide victory. For phonies. Phonies is the official name of our listeners. Voted on by you, the people. Jason, how are you feeling? And it feels right. Are you right. on board? It feels, it feels right. right. I'm on board. Uh, it was a slow burn, but I'm into mm, it now. Yeah, it took us a minute, but it was overwhelming. The people have spoken loud and clear. Well, listen, we're not Trump in 2020, okay? We're not out here saying it was rigged. Mm-hmm. We're not trying to get a recount. The verdict is in. Phonies it is. <sighs> so, phonies, today I am coming to you live. Not from a global comedy festival in Montreal, but from my mother's closet in Vancouver. Literally sitting.
sitting between her folded, like, jaunty sweaters and nylons, okay? I've set up in her closet (laughs) because we're in the midst of a two-week-long family trip. And I just, I feel I need to be clear. This is not a vacation. This is the definition of a trip, Okay, there is nothing relaxing or rejuvenating about traveling with three kids, five and under, from city to city seeing family. And I will say it's great. It's fun. It's beautiful. It is wonderful. Okay, we are out here making core memories, but it's no vacation. There are no pina coladas being ordered to indulge, just a lot of white wine being consumed to cope. You know what I mean? So we started in Seattle to visit my sister. That's where she lives with her kids. Then my dad has like a little cabin on an island in Washington. We went there for a few days. And now we're with my mom in Vancouver, my hometown. We're headed to Whistler tomorrow. It's just like a jam-packed day after day of activities and like children's museums and fairs and carousels. And like, who has Romy? Rio, don't eat the gum off that wall. Dre, for the last (laughs) time, please take your hands out of your brother's pants. It's like, it's a lot of that, Jason. Okay, Jace, have you ever been to Seattle to the Pike Place Market? No, I've always wanted to, though. Yes, it's like this iconic market where they throw fish and where Starbucks, like, began. Yeah. So we go there and we're like, oh, this will be like a lovely stroll through a market. Maybe we'll get a coffee, a little nosh. Not with three children, okay? Like, Romy was just running away from us, eating fistfuls of ice from below the, like, crabs on display, just, like, shoving fish (laughs) ice in her mouth. Dre literally was picking flowers out of the flower displays. At one point, I look over, and Rio is just drinking out of a plastic water bottle. I said, like, oh, did Dad buy you that? He said, no. I said, where did you get it? He was like, just over there. I was like, out of store? He said, no, on the ground, by the trash. Oh, no. My son was wandering the market drinking someone's discarded water. And I was like, well, you know what? Whatever you're going to get, you got it already. So continue (laughs) to hydrate, right? But it's great. It's great. It's just a lot of five-year-olds crying because they're overstimulated and exhausted and grandma's grilled cheese tastes weird, you know? They will remember it forever, though. You're right. It's like all about making a memory. They will. They will. They won't remember, like, drinking trash water, but they will remember going on the carousel with their cousins. It's lovely. And I should just add that my sister and brother-in-law were working all week, so um, Evan and I were alone in Seattle with not three but five children. We had two additional children. And I was like, fuck this. Like, get the vasectomy now. I cannot. (laughs) I cannot do it. I will say, though, I think my brother-in-law felt bad for, like, dumping his children on us. So he took me and Evan and my sister to the Brian Adams concert in Seattle. Jason, I saw this reaction? on your Instagram. Okay. Instant feelings. Do you have any thoughts, feelings? To um, I'm excited to hear what you thought. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. That's kind of how I felt. I was like, okay. Yeah. Okay. Like, I feel like I know like three Brian Adams songs. Okay, same. Yeah. Okay. I didn't want to offend you. I thought maybe you were a big fan, but I don't know. No. Okay. Got it. No, I was like, okay, Summer of 69, like absolutely, you know, cuts like a knife, you know, cuts like, cuts like a knife. I Mm -hmm. want to run to you. I was like, I got three songs. This is going to be fine. Jason, I knew every song. Oh, I did not realize that Brian Adams has made hit after hit after hit. Did you know 
that Brian Adams is one of the best-selling music artists of all time? No, I didn't know that. Right? Has sold over 100 million records worldwide. Oh, yes. My Google history is exclusively Brian Adams for the last seven days. Did you also know that Brian Adams is 63 years old and smoking hot? (laughs) Smoking hot. I mean, sounded amazing. Looks incredible. Is running around the stage like a fucking OG rock superstar. I would give it all up for Brian Adams. Did he do the Mel C song? No. Uh, mm. Wait mm. a minute. Because that's that the I, fourth one I know. <laughs> I love that. I, I love that. I was like, cuts like a knife run to you. And Jason's like, but what about the one with Sporty Spice? <laughs> yeah. No. And that's, can we just establish that that's, baby, when you're gone. And then yeah. Mel C's, ex- her only part in that song, Jason, is, when you're gone. Dad living. It is absolutely should not qualify as a duet. It's just like, let's bring Sporty Spice in here to scream. (gasps) Baby, when you're gone. No, he didn't do that. But he had enough hits to sustain a three-hour show without performing the Mel C song. Can you believe? I believe. It's been around a while. So I posted in my Instagram story, Jason, I wrote, I would give it all up for Brian Adams because that's just a fact. And Brian Adams slid up into <gasps> my DMs with a what? A thumbs up emoji. Oh, <laughs> just a single thumbs up emoji. Wow! I mean, the acknowledgement is everything. The acknowledgement is there. I mean, I I would have taken a heart emoji, a flames emoji, a heart eyes emoji, but mm-hmm. I, I will accept a thumbs up from Brian Adams because you know what, Brian Adams, after seeing you live, I'd fight for you. <laughs> I mean, (laughs) I'm just saying, everything I do, I now do it for you. Brian Adams, new fan. You know, he's getting new fans at 63 years old. Yeah. And I guess, does he have a new album out? Um, He does have a new album out. Yes. So I didn't know any of those songs. Did not know the new songs, knew all of the old songs. But he indulged us. He didn't just play the new stuff. Like, he knew what the people wanted. And I have to say how incredible it was to attend a stadium rock concert where the majority of attendees were my parents' age. Because not only did I feel young (laughs) and hot, I got to sit for 90% of the show. That's like, the thing. Yes, I they like to sit. For, uh, I stood for like Summer of 69. I stood for the mega hits. But then I just chair danced for the rest. And that's all I want from a concert, Jason. Mm-hmm. I want to feel horny and I want to feel comfortable. <laughs> so thank you, Brian Adams. Everything I do, I do it for you. You know who else has low-key produced banger after banger? Today's phone a friend, Sean Desmond. I mean, shook, get ready, spread my wings, electric. My personal favorite is Shiver. Do you know that song, Jay? You, yeah, I love Shiver. Every time you're close, I, 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 I shiver. I was playing it yesterday in preparation for my conversation with Sean, and my mom literally thought it was a, she's Jewish. My Jewish mother literally asked me if it was a song about sitting Shiva. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, no, but thank you, mommy. He does yeah. pronounce shiver. Clearly, it's shiva. shiva. It's S H I V A. 
And he just has this incredible story. He was dropped from his label almost 10 years ago, stopped making music, and you will never believe who convinced him to come back. I have known Sean for a while. I just, I cannot wait to call him in the T dot 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 oh. Should I stop singing? Should he, I just, I, I need to stop. He does and, have so many hits, though. Oh, hit after hit after hit. And not that you forget, but you're just like, once you're reminded, it's like, oh yeah, that one. Oh yeah, that one. It's wild. He is, he is a, he is the Justin Timberlake of our country. He really is. And I'm going to give him all the love and appreciation that he has earned over the past 20 years. Okay. Because I don't want to make my elder millennials feel even more elder, but get ready. That song is 20 years old. Wow. And was that his first single? Or first one single. of first yeah, single, first yeah. Single. First single, 20 years old. Should we dive into some more Canadian content, like Prime Minister of Canada Canadian content, Jason? Because it's been a week. It's been a week, yeah. All right, we all know hot girl summer, but the summer of 2023 will go down as hot divorce summer. Hot divorce summer. First, hot couple Joe Manganiello and Sofia Vergara announced their divorce after eight years of marriage. And I'm just going to say this. I could have told you this was coming. I know everybody was shocked because they seem so perfect together, right? Everybody was like, but they're both so hot. That's the problem. Uh, Hear me out, okay? They met and got married at their peak hotness right? They were both at the top of their careers. She had Modern Family and like a Walmart line and movies coming out. He was in the Magic Mike movies and the Vampire Show. They're both spectacular looking. They were making tons of money. And when you meet at your peak hotness, you can only go down from there. This is a personal theory, Jason, but I I think it it should be a scientific one, okay? Brad and Angelina met at peak hotness. Tom and Giselle married at the height of their careers. Gwyneth Paltrow and Chris Martin were like fresh off an Oscar and clucks when they got together. Not that any of these couples are no longer rich or gorgeous or successful. It's just hard when you can't grow together. And that's why I'm glad Evan and I met when I was wearing bootcut seven jeans and a matching patchwork (laughs) denim kangle hat. I never thought about it that way. (laughs) Isn't it true? But it's like you're making it make sense. Thank you so much. It's like you can't peak in high school, like because then it's yeah. all downhill from there. You can't get married at the peak of your hotness. Yeah. It's never going to work. Sorry. Should we move on to our next hot divorce? Yes. yes. Hot divorce. <laughs> Ariana Grande filed for divorce from the luxury real estate broker I barely knew she was married to because she fell in love with SpongeBob SquarePants. <laughs> I'm sorry. I know many of you phonies have been asking me to talk about it because this story has been slowly unfolding over the past few weeks, and I haven't said anything. I've just been reading it all. I have been riveted, okay? I am holding on to my bikini bottoms because I just can't get over every article saying international pop star Ariana Grande was having secret love affair with her wicked co-star Ethan Slater of SpongeBob SquarePants the Musical. He also kind of looks like SpongeBob SquarePants. He's like an anthropomorphized version of a sponge wearing pants. And he also looks identical to her brother. Have you seen that split screen, Jason? No. Oh, brace yourself. Hang on. Are you sending Uh, it? Sending it to you. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's like the same face. 
Frankie Grande. You know, it's funny when you said her brother, I was like, what, what brother? And then I, it all came coming screaming back. Oh, yeah. Screaming, literally. Frankie Bra- Grande has been screaming for 10 years that he's her brother. Um, I do want to say this. It is sad because he filed for divorce from his wife of 10 years. They have an 11 month old together. His wife has come out and said Ariana is, quote, not a girl's girl, which I can't think of a worse thing to say about a woman, but I completely support her in that. And uh, she said her family's collateral damage, which they are. And I always come out on the side of the scorned wife with a family. Like, that's heartbreaking. And it's not cute to say thank you next to your wife and baby. You know, I guess he just wanted to explore Ariana's pineapple under the sea. (laughs) And our final hot divorce. I'm glad we finally got that story. Just Ah. internal note. For weeks, I've been saying, Jason, I want to talk about the Ariana Grande Spongebob (laughs) affair. And he's like, what are you going to say about it? And I keep saying, I don't know. I'm going to make some (laughs) some jokes about Spongebob. And I think I made two to three. I feel satisfied. It worked. It worked. Thank you so much. And listen, you better believe that as this story unfolds, we will be watching it closely. Okay, we will be on the forefront of Ariana Grande Spongebob news. And I just hope that his family finds a way to move Squidward. No. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Okay. Moving on. And our final divorce. Hot divorce. Was announced last week when Prime Minister Justin Trudeau and Sophie Gregoire Trudeau announced in a joint statement on Instagram that they were separating, which I thought was like oddly surprising, but not at all surprising. You know, Mm -hmm. there have been rumors for years about them separating or living apart. But historically, it still is rare for a political leader to divorce in office, especially when in this case, he's been such a, a sort of a forward facing family man. Right. Like that's a big part of his political brand. And he's already announced that he'll be running again in 2025. So you have to to imagine that he did everything he could to keep it together. The statement said they decided to separate, quote, after many meaningful and difficult conversations. And I was like, well, let's be honest. It was probably more like after many years of trying to make this shit work, right? And there are a lot of theories. Like, some people think he's having an affair. Did you hear this? Because Taylor Swift announced Canadian dates after he tweeted at her. Some people think he's having an affair with Taylor Swift. Oh, of course, I yeah. I swear to God. I wish. But... I wish. I have my own theory. Because, oh. as you may recall, phonies, I know this man personally. I had one of two exclusive interviews with Justin Trudeau when he was up for re-election in 2019. After the blackface scandal, he was, like, really trying to get his campaign back on track. So he sat down with two outlets, Global News and me, on New Mom Who Dis, as you do. Jason, my producer, also my producer on New Mom Who Dis, we produced that interview together, you and I. It's still, like, one of the pinnacle slash uh, like craziest moments of my career me too i agree yeah 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 so my primary takeaway from that whole experience jay with justin trudeau was looking in his eyes and thinking wow this is a shell of a person like i've never experienced that with anyone before Uh. i could see that this is someone who used to be vibrant and fun and sexy and yet every fiber of that being had been sucked out of him by the sheer stress and pressure of this job you know and like don't get me wrong that's not his fault like he was there and and engaged and playful the whole interview but 
I could look into his eyes and see a man who who just can't let his guard down ever, right? He has to be consumed by his image at all times. Everything he does and says is scrutinized. And I just think if I could see the toll that that has taken on him after an hour, you have to imagine what his wife has endured. How difficult that must be for a partner who's at home with three damn kids, okay? He's traveling. He's beyond stressed. He's a shell of himself. He's just not the man you married, right? Like, that is not the life you envisioned for yourself. I get it. Yeah. And the other thing is that in other countries, there are caps on how long someone can be in power. So if you're an unhappy first lady in America, you can probably stick that shit out for eight years, okay? Look at Melania. In Canada, this man could be prime minister for a lifetime. There is no way of knowing if and when you can ever get your life back. So I feel for Sophie. I think it's yeah, that's I think true. it's really brave and it's bold and it must have been unbearable to be in that partnership to want to end it in the midst of his leadership run, you know? Because historically, there is real evidence that people want to see their leaders in stable relationships. Like, people believe that that will translate to a stable country. But I actually think in 2023, in a post-pandemic like landscape, a lot of people have gone through really rough times in their relationships, if not divorces. And so this almost makes Justin Trudeau feel a little more, like, hashtag relatable, you know? Oh, yeah. Since announcing the divorce, he has gone on an Instagram tear of look at me as a single dad. Kids are great. I'm great. Everything's fine. He took his son to see Barbie. He took his daughter to see Oppenheimer. He's out here posting pics with both of them at the Cineplex in jeans and a Henley. Like, <laughs> see, prime ministers are just like you. I should note, Jason, he wore pink to Barbie and black to Oppenheimer. Mm-hmm. So he's actually not like you, who famously wore black. Yeah, Barbie. I yeah. saw that. Yeah, sorry. So he's he is like the rest of us, but he's not like Jason. Of no. course, you know, you never wish a couple to divorce when there are kids involved. I just hope that that whole family finds peace and happiness. And honestly, yes, I hope that he has an affair with Taylor Swift because that would be everything. And honestly, we need some Vancouver dates. Okay, get her to the West Coast, JT. What's next? What's next? All right. If you, like me, have been waiting with bated breath for a post-ski trial era Gwyneth Paltrow story, the wait is over. She's back. (laughs) And she's on Airbnb. Gwyneth just announced that she is listing the guest house at her Montecito vacation home for one night only this September. And before you think like, wow, Airbnb, even Gwyneth is just like us. Leave it to Gwynny to make the most unrelatable version of something ever. So it's clearly some sort of million dollar brand deal with Airbnb. She's not doing this for like the $400 plus cleaning fee, but I don't care. Okay. I am all in. If you're the one lucky person to score the one booking available, here are just a few of the things she says you can look forward to. Wood-burning fireplace, lovely little bar, nice high ceilings, a nice soaking tub, some of my favorite goop products. This is a really nice place to come and relax on one of the chaise long in the sun, have a nice swim. 
Um, I didn't know I needed to relax on a chaise longue until now. Yeah, me too. <laughs> what? Her vacation home guest house is nicer than my full-time real house, okay? And, like, bigger than four of my houses put together. The booking also includes a guided transcendental meditation session, of course it does, a relaxing spa day, and a nourishing goop kitchen-inspired meal with her and her husband in the wine room. For anyone who's keeping track, my children don't have their own room, but Gwyneth's vacation home guest house's wine does. <laughs> So when this listing goes live on August 15th, I'm going to get all up on there. I'm going to be like trying to get it like Taylor Swift tickets. Like it goes live at 1 p.m. One person is going to get it off of Airbnb. And phonies, I encourage all of us to gather together to unite and please do the same. If only to tell me all about it. And if none of us get to stay in Gwyneth's guest house, at least we can look inside her fridge. That's right. More Gwyneth news. What an abundance of riches today, literally. She posted a tour of her fridge on Instagram, which is equally as fascinating and equally as unrelatable as the guest house, mostly because 90% of the items in her fridge are skincare products. Would you like to see what's in my fridge? This is key. You got to keep your lift and depuff eye masks in the fridge. It just feels amazing and cool and helps with the depuffing. Incredible peptide serum, of course. I put this on in the morning and then in the evening before I go to bed. And this is a new thing I started doing is moisturizer in the fridge. Feels amazing. So that wraps up my fridge tour. Do you feel like you've gotten to know me any better? I mean, wait, no, I wanted to see your food in Tupperware, but I basically got a commercial for Goop moisturizer. And honestly, gotta say, Jason, it worked. I mean, cold moisturizer on your face every morning? I have been living in hell without this tip. <laughs> it worked on me too. Huh. Aside from the fact that her fridge looks like a Sephora aisle, can we talk about the organization? It is an OCD yeah, dream. I love it. <gasps> uh, what is it about being rich that just makes you have a nice fridge? Have you seen the Kris Jenner fridge? This is the only thing I think about, Jason. When I wake up in the morning and I go to sleep at night, I think about Kris Jenner's green vegetables green fridge. only fridge. <laughs> yeah. And I think, like, I don't care about the fancy cars and the big house. I just want a green vegetable fridge. To me, that indicates that you've made it. Yeah. I agree. Actually, Evan and I, all we wanted in life was a beverage fridge, and we built our guest house primarily to house the beverage fridge. Oh, okay. Like, yeah. it's strictly... Absolutely not. I mean, there's still dino nuggets in there. Oh, okay. It's an absolute mess of leftovers. But that is what, in our minds, we were just, we were trying to achieve a yeah. beverage fridge. Because that is wealth to me. If you have multiple fridges for multiple yeah. things, you've made it. You are wealthy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Thankfully, Gwyneth sort of like honestly admitted that she, a.k.a. the help, cleaned it before filming the video. But every label of every bottle and can is like turned perfectly outward. Every box, jar and container has a cute little label. Even her leftovers are labeled. She has 17 varieties of milks. Everything is portioned out into the expensive brand of Ziploc baggies. By contrast, if you were to open my fridge, you would see... <clears throat> A Tupperware container of macaroni and cheese. I think that's what it is. An open can of black beans. Cake wrapped in tinfoil from my daughter's birthday party in June. 
28 packs of string cheese, three half bottles of ketchup, a jar of olives from 2016, a Brita whose filter needs to be changed, four leftover dinosaur-shaped nuggets on a plate haphazardly covered in cling wrap, an open Yoplait tube, half an avocado in a breast milk storage bag because I ran out of Ziplocs, and now, my moisturizer! Thanks, Gwyneth! What's next? What's next? Phonies, I have a question for you. Have you ever wanted to be famous, but you just don't know how to get paparazzi's attention or create fake news about yourself? Well, stop crying into your crystals because you're in luck. Heidi and Spencer are back with a brand new podcast called Spidey's 16th Minute. They say they'll draw from their 15 years of experience in Hollywood to give you, quote, a master class on being famous. Listen, I love Heidi and Spencer, even if one of them has blocked me on Twitter. But are they qualified to talk about what it takes to be mega famous in 2023? Like, are we sitting down to listen to this podcast so we can get tips on how to get a spread and in touch? (laughs) Or are we just posting a TikTok video in hopes of becoming an overnight sensation? You know, I feel like their rise to fame feels very analog. Yeah. But obviously I listened. Jason, you and I both listened. It was a co-listen, a group listen. Yes. I have a few notes. And I'm going to just, I'm just going to say them. First of all, I just think when you do a podcast as an expert who has done 26 episodes, thank you so much. (laughs) (laughs) No big deal. When you do a podcast, you should know something about your guests, like even just how to pronounce their name. Their first guest was the woman behind Demois, and I'm not out here trying to be a French snob, okay? Look, I realized I was in Montreal last week, okay? But Heidi kept saying, (laughs) Demois, and admitted she didn't even look up the, quote, app before the interview. (laughs) Listen to this. But one of my favorite and actually a great source that I love is Demois. You nailed that. When was the last time (laughs) you were actually on Demois? I don't even think I've ever been on. So then is it a website or an app? <laughs> so then how is it your favorite? Am I on it? Uh, do you follow the IG account? No. I'm just about to before. And then you're going to unfollow <laughs> after the episode. <laughs> uh, what? I just, I, 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 I'm baffled by it. I, I couldn't stop thinking about like how they have a team who is helping them. Like, how do you pronounce de moi, du moi, and not even know what it is before having them on your show? And then I realized, this is my theory, Jason, they're reality stars. So their entire career is based off of like, no, just go out there and be you. You don't need to prepare. You don't need to work. That's it. And so all these years later, I still think they think they can just show up without any preparation. Like, it's interesting to me, you know? Because it really bothered me. I was like, how do you not even know what this is? So either you're pretending, like you're faking it to try to... To be like that ditzy bit or something, or Uh you just genuinely don't know. And that just doesn't make sense. Or your Jason, my producer sucks and needs to be replaced (laughs) immediately. Right. I mean, God, I asked you how to pronounce Managiello 10 times before saying it in a casual divorce segment, you know? Yeah. Yeah. In a surprise twist, halfway through the episode, Heidi brought up a story about someone whose name she can pronounce, Tom Cruise. Good for her. She references an interview I did 
with Tom Cruise in 2008, where Dan and I asked for his take on Spencer not wanting to follow through with Heidi's big expensive dream wedding. Again, an interview that Jason, you produced. And naturally in 2008, that's what we asked Tom Cruise about, Heidi Mm -hmm. and Spencer. I couldn't find the clip anywhere because it's that old, but I remember so distinctly, he looks at the camera and he says, if the girl wants the wedding, you gotta do the wedding. It's a special occasion and she'll remember it forever. Spencer, dude, you gotta do the wedding. I remember him saying that. The clip went all over the place. And here Heidi is on the first episode of her new podcast, reflecting on it. I love Tom Cruise. I'm a big Tom Cruise fan. Uh, the way he does Hollywood and has, and that's what we've always said. Like, he's just such a professional person. Like I remember back in the day with the Hills, when they were talking about the Hills, instead of like a lot of other celebrities rolling his eyes, like, oh, I don't want to talk about them. He was like, Spencer, give Heidi the wedding and like got all into like his character and was nice about it and funny. And I was like, you know what? That is just such a pro. He has no idea who we are. He does not know what we're talking about probably, but he like turned and gave that moment. And that was an insight for me to see like this guy is such a pro. Listen, Heidi, I was the pro for asking Tom Cruise about you. I remember, uh, Jason, do you remember this? Dan was so embarrassed, did not want to ask Tom Cruise about Heidi yeah. and Spencer. So it's like, I we're here did. to talk about Valkyrie. I know. I literally asked the question and Dan was like moving himself out of the frame. He did not <laughs> want to be a part of it. And let's just say you're welcome to Spencer Pratt, who is not only on Tom Cruise's radar because of me, but in true Spidey fashion. After Heidi shows even like the slightest bit of gratefulness and respect, Spencer swoops in to twist the story into something oddly negative. Listen to this. Let's go on with Tom Cruise for a second. Okay. He was such a pro that the next week he actually hired our publicist and locked our publicist into a contract for like a non-compete and then fired our publicist this following week. Mm-hmm. Oh, they are. That's right. Oh. Never mind. Yeah. Hey. So, uh, yeah, I don't think he actually liked being asked about us. And Whatever. that was the most gangster move in history. Our I still love TC. didn't do anything anyways. Well, I think he learned so. that. Okay, well, sorry to that publicist who was dropped by Tom Cruise and even worse, dragged by Heidi and Spencer on their podcast 15 years later. Listen, I will be rooting for Heidi and Spencer on this new venture. I I thought it was listenable. Didn't you, Jason? Yeah, I did. I got through the entire thing. Yes. They had some good banter at points. At points, it's fun to kind of listen to their dynamic. Like, and and please, in the midst of a hot divorce summer, it's nice to hear a couple that seemingly is still going strong, still get along. They really sort of like, he's annoying, but they play that role. They sort of have that newlyweds Nick and Jessica dynamic in a weird way. They just sort bit, of play yeah. into it. I think what's interesting about them is that they leaned so hard into that villain role that now... You know, all of their former Hills co-stars, the big ones, are still sort of riding the wave of their fame and making real money off of brand partnerships and being influencers. Heidi and Spencer can't do that, you know? Like, sure, they might get a free hotel stay here and there or, like, free clothes, but no brand really wants to align themselves with Spidey in any major monetary way. But they're also famous enough that they can't really go out and get normal jobs, so they have to try other ventures like a podcast, like a reality show, which they say they're pitching. I just, I think they're in kind of a tough, unique position in that way. Either way, congratulations on the podcast. You have an open invitation to come on mine if you unblock me on Twitter. What's next? What's next? Ooh, it is that time, phonies. And that time is the early 2000s. 
Okay, his debut album had three top 10 singles in 2002, and I guarantee you know the words to each song. Since then, he's won a Juno Award, Much Music Video Award, had multiple hit singles, but stopped making music for almost a decade until last year when Drake encouraged him to make more? What? How? Why? Now he has two hit singles, and I have questions. And when I have questions, I get to phone a friend. Girl, let's phone a friend. I am phoning my friend slash literal pop star Sean Desmond. If you're Canadian, you know and love his music, but instead of playing all of my favorite Sean Desmond singles for you, I'm going to force Sean Desmond to sing them for you. So as he would say, come on, get it and get ready, because I think, I hope he's about to pick up. Hello? Hello, Sean Desmond! Jesse! Ah! Oh. oh my God, look at you. Look at you. Can we hug through the phone? Can I think we, we can. I'm doing it right now. Oh, my God. I don't want to brag, but, like, Sean and I are friends. Would you confirm this? I confirm it. We go back okay. over 10 years. Oh, my uh, God. Back yeah. when MTV After Show was a thing. We co-hosted yes. together. And now yes. look at us. We are, like, adults. It's so weird. With kids. With three kids. Uh, three kids. We kids. have Six damn kids yes. between us, Sean. And I think it's the same, right? What? Two, two boys and a girl, right? That's right. Yeah. yeah. Same over yeah. here. But somehow you still look fresh. No. And I'm you... clinging to life. Please, girl. You have not aged a day since probably it was like 2008, I want to say. It was like 2008. Yeah. yeah. You filled in for Dan. Yes. And then, like, which was amazing. And then we went on to do, like, We Day Tours together. Oh, my I God. Mean... I even forgot about that. Yeah. Oh my God, you're so right. We spent like nights Ah. in Winnipeg together, which I think is a solidifying, like if you're going to ever become friends with somebody, it's like when you find yourself wandering through the streets of Winnipeg at 11 p.m. PM. (laughs) Exactly. Okay, so Sean Desmond and I, no big deal phonies, we're real friends. Yes. And I am so excited to talk to you. First of all, congratulations on the new single, She Only Loves Me With The Lights on. So I can see you with your clothes off. Oh, my God. Those trills just gave me shiver. Shiver. Are we going to do that throughout the whole interview? Like, we're just going to quote Sean Desmond songs? Okay. We're going to sing, quote, Sean Desmond. Get ready. I mean, come on, get in and and get get ready. ready. Because it's about to go down. Come on in. And and turn it up. This is how we rock it in the... T dot. T dot. (laughs) Do you really want to love me with the lights on, Sean Desmond? I have stretch marks and weird breastfeeding nipples and that wrinkly skin on my belly. I mean, I think that's a question for your husband, first and foremost. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how Chantel would feel about me doing that. But no, I just I, hypothetically. Hypothetically, you know? yes, yeah. yes. I okay. love my wife with the lights on. I tell her that she is beautiful no matter what. Three kids, same, um, and she looks better than ever. My wife is a babe. Oh, yeah, yeah, I know. I've seen her on your TikTok in her underpants. She's a smoke show. I think I'm getting all those views really because of her. I don't think anybody cares about me. I know. You're there ripped six pack in your underpants, but it's her (laughs) that everybody is coming for. 100%. So you're like, that's earnest. You're really singing about wanting to appreciate a woman's body no matter what it's been through, no matter what it looks like. And honestly, Jesse, not just a woman's body. I feel like there are men that are also insecure about their bodies and maybe, you know, something something else. It doesn't just have to be their body. But I feel like everybody kind of has like 
that one thing that they're like, oh, I wish my forehead didn't have so many wrinkles or, you know what I mean? So this song is mm. literally for everybody. And I'm saying like, love yourself, embrace those imperfections and like show them to the world, man. Cause it's what makes you, you, it what makes you perfect. You're perfectly imperfect. Oh, get out of here. <laughs> the first air horn sound effect of the episode. Wow. And we're not uh, even five minutes in. We're not even five minutes oh in. This my God. is this is gonna be good. Do you like my shirt, by the way? I wore this for you. Yeah, he's wearing a Britney Spears. She's dripping wet. Right? This is from an iconic, I wanna say like VMA's performance. I think so. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. And it's pink. It's and it's pink. like hanging off. I'm just gonna if I could just describe your look and vibe today for mm. the phonies. So they have a vivid mental picture because this is an audio medium. Right. It's like a pink shirt that is just caressing his bulging uh, biceps, his muscular pecs. He's moving them for I'm moving me underneath them. the yeah. shirt. You know. It's really, it's working for me, yo, Sean. Jesse, it's 41, working. and I'm work. I'm working hard over here, yo. Yeah, you are, by the way. Okay, we're going to talk about your look, mm. the new music, the Sean Desmanissance. <laughs> Can we call it that? Absolutely, or the Sean Desmania. The Sean Desmania. That's another one, yeah. She's a maniac, and I love it just like that. The way she looks like that, you can't forget it. So good. Oh, my God. So good. I'm dripping in perspiration already. <laughs> Are you okay, sure it's perspiration? I I'm sorry. I, oh, my God. Did I just? I, I, I'm sorry. I figured, I figured if there's anybody I can talk to like this, and it's you. It's, it's me. It's Thank you. you so much. I'm honored. I'm flattered. The Sean Desmania is real. It's happening to me in my mother's bedroom oh in Vancouver. Oh, my God. Jeez. Okay, can we first talk about the OG music? Yeah, of Because course. I am not sure that my phonies realize how many bangers I know. Sean Desmond has. I know. Literal hit after hit after hit. Could we refresh their memories? 100%. Would you bless me by doing yeah. a little Shawnee Shawnee Waiting in line. Come on, get it and get ready. So all my ladies will be dressing real fine. Come on, get it and get ready. Come on in and throw it up. Mr. DJ, come on and turn it up, cause this is how we rock it in the T dot. I'm doing a T right now, they can't see it, but I'm doing a T. Yes. Oh, okay, on the same album, we also rock it in the T dot O too. Oh, man. Sexy little class, the way that she moves just gets me. Keep shaking that thing. She got just what I like every day of the week. My baby's so sweet. Come over here and turn off the lights. Oh, yeah. There's there's one more off that one, too. Oh, there sure is. Because like the pop superstar that you are, you're not just out here banging dance floor bangers. You're also wearing head-to-toe white See? in a tropical location, wow. dropping soaring ballads. Jesse knows. Sometimes I wish I could fly. <laughs> Spread my wings and soar away. And I'll never return back to this crazy love. Chills, chills, chills. And just for me, because it is my favorite. I mean, I don't want to skip through Let's Go Electric Night like this. At some point, you come out with like a diagonal mohawk, which looks like a Brazilian wax on your head. And then... I'm skinny goes a red hair. I'm skinny goes a red hair. Cause every time I go there, I see them redhead girls just ain't no good. But they are. They are. Wow. Wow, you really brought that up with me? You really, you had the audacity. Was that the song you were talking about? 
No. Oh my God, I totally misjudged that. (laughs) Sean Desmond has a song, ladies, that slanders redheads. It's called Red Hair. Uh, Sean, what is your problem with redheads? Honestly, I I really got burned by one back in the day. Like I was really, really into her. And then I find out she was cheating on me. And it was the only (gasps) time I've ever been cheated on. Um, oh my god! But I've come to like redhead girls now. Okay, I have. I yes. want you to know that we we ain't just no good. Okay, some of us <laughs> are good, and we would never cheat on you. Okay. Thank you. Well, this one did. Oh well, you know what? She's it might have been the diagonal mole. It might have been the sidewalk. It might have been, been. It might have been. Yeah. yeah. The, did you call that the sidewalk? It was. That's what it was called. Yeah, the sidewalk. Holy shit! <laughs> okay, last song. I just need to beg for okay, you. This okay. is for my own personal. Okay. okay. And every time you close oh, eye, shiver, shiver, shiver. Every time we kiss, I shiver, shiver. Here it comes, here it comes. I gotta catch my breath, so cut up it, I forget, forget. But every time you close eye, shiver, shiver, shiver. Uh, such a great song. I know it is really great. <gasps> I'm shivering. My full body is shivering. I love it. Parts that have never shivered, shivered before, before are ever. currently shivering. Like all the hairs. On, if, I'm assuming there are hairs on your body somewhere. I don't know. Maybe they're goosebumps. <laughs> no, it's it's just the mohawk. It's just you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, it's just the mohawk. Okay, Sean. I, I we've we've established. I've known you for a very long time. I don't think I've ever asked you this question. You are a Portuguese kid growing up in Mm -hmm. Mississauga, Ontario. Mm -hmm. What gave you the balls to think you could be a pop star? You know what it was? So I was in grade two and Uh I was a big, okay, so first of all, growing up, I was a big Michael Jackson fan. And then in grade two, when I was in grade two, that's when like New Kids on the Block took off. So I was like, I want to be like those guys. So Mm. I actually performed my favorite girl, which was a New Kids on the Block song at my grade two talent show oh my god i do it and i come out for recess and the whole school is outside waiting for me and i was like i kind of like this and so (gasps) i went to my parents that day and i was like hey i think i want to be a singer and they're like oh come on my dad typical like old school portuguese but then like i sang for them and they were like um i think like he's for real like he can actually sing so they take me to like this old school portuguese singing teacher guy and so I start, okay. I start singing and taking lessons and he is also a producer and he starts producing music for me. And I make five albums in Portuguese before any of this. You're like Portuguese Hanson. No, I was the Portuguese Justin Bieber. Wow. Okay. So you're Portuguese Justin Bieber. At a certain point, you're like, I'm going to be English. Yes. Justin Timberlake. Yes. You transition into like this pop R&B world. Yeah. You... You succeed. You make all this incredible music. Mm-hmm. You're winning awards. You're playing shows. What was like a peak moment for you at that time in your career? What is the one other than co-hosting the after show? Oh. What is your like, oh, holy shit moment okay, so that I have, you'll never forget? I have two holy shit moments. So the oh, first one was okay. after Shook came out and I was yep. walking through Yorkdale. Okay. And so I'm with my bodyguard and we're walking. Uh-huh. I just needed to buy a pair of shoes. Okay. Yeah. Oh my God. Yes. We're walking, we're walking and I'm noticing the crowd is getting bigger. It's getting bigger. It's getting bigger behind me. So finally, I finally get to athletes world and I get there and (laughs) they, 
pull me in, and they close all the doors. There was like a thousand people following me throughout the mall. No, I swear no. to you. And the manager was like, "You can't be here." He's like, "This is crazy. We're not set up for this. We don't have security. We don't have nothing." I'm like. I just came to buy a pair of shoes. <gasps> I just came to Athletes World at Yorkdale Mall. And they're like, you got to go. You got to come back another day and just come straight. Don't walk through the mall. Just come like right into Athletes World. You believe that? So that was one moment for me. Oh my God. Wait, can I just ask you this? Were you walking through Yorkdale Mall like doing full choreo with like four <laughs> backup dancers? Because every single one, every you need to revisit Sean Desmond music videos. How else would he's I walk all, through the mall? Like, He's like walking down Queen Street and like seven guys show up behind him and yeah. they just break out into a full routine. Okay. Full routine. And there's just happens to be girls in bikinis walking by as well. Oh my God. They're always, Sean Desmond in 2003 loves a girl in a low rise <laughs> denim yes. and nothing but a bikini top. Nothing but a bikini yes. top. Also throw on a Kangol hat and call it a day. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So that was one moment. And the second moment for me is when I got called into uh, BMG Music for a pretend meeting. Okay. And they presented me with my platinum plaque for my first album. And I was just like, I was so distraught and so emotional. They brought my parents in. It was quite the moment for me. And I'll never, those are like embedded in my brain. Those are core moments for me that I'll never forget. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Yes. And then after that, it's, it didn't stop. Like it was, Yeah. and I'm so blessed, Jesse. Like I tell this to everybody, like this is 20 plus years for me. And you said mm. it, like the music it's like it's like it's like it's timeless and it just continues to live on, you know? Yes. And that's what I feel truly about your music is like you're one of the very few mainstream Canadian pop R&B stars. Your music is always on the radio, yeah. okay? It's like woven into the fabric I of know. our culture. I, know. I was playing Sean Desmond songs and my mom was like, "Oh, he's coming on your show." Like my mother wow. knows your music, you know? That's great. And so And you know what else is so great? I'm so I'm yeah. I'm obviously really busy now. It's summertime doing summer shows, festivals and stuff. So right. your mom is one audience, your yeah. one audience, and now yes. my fans' children are another oh audience. God. Like three oh generations. God. It's crazy to me. Three generations of Desmania. Yes. Please. Yes. So then can I ask you this? Because in 2015, mm -hmm. you're still releasing music yeah. that is like yeah. top 10 hits. Yeah. You get dropped by your label. Yeah. And that is when you stop making music altogether. Can I ask you like what happened? Yeah, absolutely. I have no problem talking about it. I'm very open about it. So I think my last kind of top tens happened to be like Shiver and I like this and Electric, which was like 2012, 2013. Yeah. And then, you know, I'm in sitting in meetings with the record label and they're like, you know what? We got to we got to change it up. We think Sean Desmond needs to be more edgy. And I'm like, really? I'm like, I don't really do edgy. It's not really like yeah. what people like about Sean Desmond. But the edgiest thing about Sean Desmond is his side. Like, yes, it's his sidewalk. Exactly. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, I'm like, sure, I'll give it a try. I'll be a team player, you know? And, you know, we released a couple of songs that didn't perform well. And then it's my fault. Mm. Um, and I was like, mm. screw this. Um, after we got a phone call, I was, in, I was, I never forget, I was in LA recording from this new album that was going to come out uh -huh. at some point. And I get a phone call from a manager and they're like, hey, so, you know, the record label is not going to renew your deal. So it's done. And I'm like, What? You're not even going to give me a shot to redeem myself? Like, yeah, right? Um, so that was devastating. And at that point, I was like, I hate all of this. This is, like, I hate it. You, they suck the passion out of what I loved so, so, so much. Um, yeah. 
and I was done. Like I literally hated it. I I was like in retirement for real. Oh my god! Yeah. And then I know your you had your wife was ill. You, yes, you kind of took some time to, yeah. to be a dad, yeah. to be a husband. So that happened like in 2017. She became severely ill with ulcerative colitis, which is an IBD. Uh, for those of you who don't, don't know, it's kind of like Crohn's disease, and it mm-hmm. literally cripples your like everyday life. You, she, yeah. I mean, with, with for lack of a better word, she lived on the toilet for like five years. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. It was really, really difficult because I really had to pull up my big boy pants and like become like super dad, super husband. Yeah. Yes. So you're taking care of your family. You're doing that. You're not making music. No, not at all. And then a year ago, yes. Drake mm-hmm. invites you to be part of his OVO Fest and perform all of your hits on stage yep. for the first time. I mean, was this the first time you were on stage in, in years? Seven years. Yep. In seven years. Yep. Okay. So again, same question as earlier. What gave you the balls to say yes, like you had been with your wife, as you say, on the toilet yeah. for, for for five years. Like, yeah. what made you say, I can do that? So, I mean, first of all, when Drake calls you, you kind of pick up the phone and you're like, you're like, yeah. So he's like, yo, sure. dude, don't say anything. We haven't announced this show yet, but, you know, I want you to be part of this, the kickoff of OVO weekend. It's going to be like all Canadian North Stars and I'd love for you to do it. And I'm like, hell yeah, I'm going to do it. Like, yeah. But yeah. like in my mind, Jess, I'm like. I never thought it was going to become what, like, I didn't think what happened was going to happen. Cause I'm like, I'm just going to do this show and then I'm going to peace out. I'm going to head back to my couch and I'm gonna go to sleep. Right. Wow. And so wow. I get there and you know, I see Drake and he calls me over and I got my kids with me and I'm like, if you guys fucking embarrass me, I didn't, I didn't say the <laughs> F word, but I was like, if you guys embarrass me in front of Drake, yeah. we're going to have a problem. Um, no, but he was oh so God. generous and so great. My kids were so excited. And I, you know, the first thing I said to him was like, thank you. And he was like, thank me, Sean Desmond. He's like, thank you. And I'm uh, like, dang, okay. So, you know, I'm getting ready and I, I go up there and I get on stage and the energy in the room, ex- everybody says it exploded. Okay. I've seen this performance on YouTube right? multiple times. Yeah. Like the next day I watched it. So okay, I go yes. through, I go through all the hits yeah. and show's done. Crowd goes crazy. I come off stage and Drake is like slams out this door and grabs me. He's oh like, yo, God. come here, bro. I'm like, what's up, man? He's like, yo, Sean Desmond, you're different, eh, bro? You're different. And I, I'm like, Drake, I'm 40 years old. I have no idea what you're talking about. What does that mean? Is that good? <laughs> He's like, yo, bro, did you hear those people, man? He's like, those songs, they live, like they're living on forever. They're timeless. What are you doing? And I'm like, yo, dude, like, I just, I lost the love and the passion for the thing that I love the most. And he's like, yeah, yeah. He's like, that happens. I get it. But he's like, yo, those people need you. Sean Desmond, you need to make music again. Quote, like, and I'm like, holy shit. I guess I got to think about this. And then what got me also, we get into the car and we're heading home. And my wife turns and she says, babe, it's like, I don't think you feel or you know what happened in that room tonight. She's like, Mm. the universe, I feel there's something brewing. She's like, you need to seize this moment. And I was like, okay, if you're telling me, that I got to do this and you're giving me the stamp of approval, then I'm going to go ahead and do it. And uh, the next day, Jesse, let me tell you, my phone from videos, from messages on Instagram, from emails, from Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon. Yo, we were at the show. You blew us all away. Where's the music? Music's coming, right? I'm like, no, I don't got no fucking music. Like I haven't been making music for seven years. So I get a phone call from Jamie Appleby, who is one of the founders of uh, Wax Records that I'm, who I'm signed to now. And He's like, yo, what are you doing about this show? And I said, Jamie, I have no idea, dude. He's like, I'm, I didn't think this was going to happen. And he's like, if you were ever going to 
make a comeback or thinking about it, he's like, it's, yeah. right, it's right now, right now. Oh he's like, God. let's get into the studio. Let's make some music. Let's see if anything happens. If it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen. So we're in the, we're in the studio, we're doing stuff and you know, we're working on stuff. It's cool, but I, I don't, I don't feel like it's the one yet. And okay. so I had this song called Maniac. From years ago? From 2014. Wow. So I send it to Jamie and he calls me right away. And he's like, what is this? And I said, Jamie, this is a song I had that never saw the light of day because, you know, I got <sighs> dropped and whatever. And he's like, wow. He's like, this is incredible. He's like, listen, it's six years old at this point or seven years old. We got to redo some stuff, but this is a hit. And so we redo it. And I'm like, in my gut, I'm like, this is the one. This is what. This is what I want Sean Desmond to sound like in 2023. So we put out Maniac and it's a top 10. Like it's a top 10. I'm back it's on the radio. It's a literal top 10 hit. Yes. Yes. Yeah. It's a literal top 10 hit yeah. Sean Desmond. And Sean Desmond is back on the radio. Believe it. Can you believe that? I can actually, because I believe I also told you that you need to make new music, you but did. I guess Drake had a little more sway. A little than more I did. influence than you did. Yeah. More influence. <laughs> She's a maniac. But you love, love it just like that. Yeah, you love it just like that. She's a maniac. So good. Oh, so good. Can you confirm? That you did write that song about my two-year-old daughter. I mean, she wasn't born when I wrote it, though, Jesse. So I can't confirm that. Right. Okay. Right. But it works for her. It like, works I really for think her. It's her theme song. Really? It's her absolute <laughs> theme song. Everything she does, I just watch her like pour beans onto the floor, and I think she is a maniac. In all fairness, her mom's a little bit of a maniac. That's absolutely true. Right. Oh, so you're confirming that you did write it about me? Yeah. That's what's, so that's I can say it's about. Now? Okay. Yeah. It's about me. Yeah. It's about me. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but when you decided, when you kind of announced that you were going to make new music, you posted something that was so heartfelt and beautiful where you said, I believe in myself again. Yeah. Which I just, I found so touching. Honestly, Jesse, I didn't think people cared because, you know, the industry that I grew up in that I'd been, you know, working in since I was nine years old kind of dismissed me. I didn't think people cared. And after the fact, I had people telling me, and saying, but Sean, why do you care what people think? You have nothing to prove. You've done everything. Right. If you want to make music, you should make music because you want to make music. It's, and that really, really struck a chord with me. And so moving forward, I think one of the biggest things I've learned is like, you know, do something because you love it. And if it doesn't feel right, then don't do it. But after the Drake show, I said, I said, wow, I guess, I guess people still care about Sean Desmond. And here I am. Sean, I know. I didn't think I've kind of gotten over the crying, and I, you know, every once in a while it hits me. But I'm so grateful. I'm grateful for all the moments that I'm sharing with my kids now and with my wife because my kids were so young when, um, when you know their dad was a big deal. But their dad is a big deal again. Um, (laughs) Yeah, it's it's really beautiful. It's beautiful. I'm crying. We're both crying. I mean, I think it's so relatable to a lot of people especially after you have kids and your priorities change. And yet there's all part of all of us that wants to show our kids what we have done, what we can do, and who we were before them. And you're doing it in such a big way. And it's like so beyond inspiring. Thank you. I mean, at this point, like, honestly, Jesse, I tell people like at this point in my career, yeah, the music is great. And like, there's award shows and there's parties. I don't care about that. I'm at the point where I want to impact people's lives. 
I want uh-huh. to I want to be remembered as not just the guy who danced around in videos and sang music. I want to be the guy that, you know, be remembered for the guy who like made a positive change in someone's life or in people's lives. Like I want people to say, oh I love God. that Sean Desmond. His music was great, but man, he was a hell of a guy, man. Like, oh my God. That's what I care about. Sean, that's what I say about you because I like idolized you as the pop star you were. And then when I met you, IRL, I was like, oh shit, he's the most down to earth, sweet, kind hearted person. And I think that comes through. And the other crazy thing is that you make all this music at a time when I think a lot of groups, pop stars, you know, you mentioned New Kids on the Block, Justin Timberlake, are like sort of being quote unquote manufactured, or that's the belief is that they're just being like Lou Pearlman everything. And and people might have thought that about you, but you've come out all these years later dropping hit after hit. Yeah. It's undeniable. Like, it's no one wrote that shit for you. Like, that is you. Yeah. We're getting Sean Desmond. Yeah. This is the guy who brought us all these hits and is doing it again all these years later. I know. It's, it's so nuts. I tell people great music always wins. And I always concentrate on, like, making mm. great music. And there's a, there are a lot of people out there who wish, who probably would love to be in my shoes right now. You know, like uh-huh. there are so many people that have one song and then they disappear and you never hear from them again. I, that was my biggest fear. Yeah. I didn't want to be that type of artist, you know? Yes. Yes. Can I ask you this? Because when you come back, it's not like you're like you left the world of corporate law for a few mm-hmm. years and you decide to go back. You're coming back to being like a hip hop star, a pop star yeah. and in an industry that's generally reserved or tween TikTokers yeah. as a 40 year old dad with three kids. Like, is that scary? Um, it's different. Let me tell you, yeah. like, you know how busy it is with three kids, Jess, like, yes. and, and your kids are still small. So that's really busy mm. when they get older. It's then like a whole other life. Like I have a son who's like rep soccer, who practices three times a week, has games once, twice a week. I have a mm-hmm. daughter who competitive dances and she's dancing. So it's like, it's so busy. And I'm like, when do I have time to make a TikTok? You got to engage. You got to engage with fans. Yeah. You got to engage with yeah. posts. You got to message back. Heart, heart, heart. Like, like, like. Smiley face, <laughs> smiley face. Like, it's all day. It's a job in itself, right? But honestly, it's all day. adapt or die. Yes. And by the way, we just also have to mention again that you come back looking incredible. You oh. are ripped. You are tanned. You have a full head of hair. <laughs> you are dancing. Like, did you not get the memo that male pop stars generally don't age well? I don't You're know. supposed to have like a pot belly, a receding hairline, right? and the same goatee you had in 2004. Yes. Honestly, I don't know what I'm doing, but I honestly have no skincare <laughs> regimen, nothing. I wash my <gasps> face with water. And I mean, I do moisturize, but like, that's literally it. Like people, my friends are like, dude, or like even just people that meet me, they're just like, holy shit. How do you look exactly the same? Like, I don't know. I I mean, I really don't know. Chris Kirkpatrick, former guest of this show (laughs) is shaking or excuse me, (laughs) shook. He's shook. Now Maniac is a top Mm -hmm. 10 single. The new single is all over the place. What else do we have to look forward to? Is there an album coming? Is there a tour? I want all the Sean Desmania I can get. So Love Me With The Lights On is out now. Streaming that. Love Me With The Lights On is not just a song. It is, Mm. it's a movement. And I wrote this song. So right in the thick of, I think a month before Maniac came out, I never forget. So I'm in my bedroom right now and we were going on vacation to Dominican Republic, the whole family. And we're super stupid early flight. And I get up and my wife's not in bed and she's in the washroom. And so she had been on a whole 
bunch of different medications for her colitis that were kind of managing it. Mm. And she's like, it's back. And right away, she went into the hospital. She had to have emergency surgery. She had to have a ileostomy, um, which basically they remove your entire colon, your intestine. So now she lives with an ostomy bag um, that like sticks out of her stomach. There's like a little piece of intestine, looks like a little sausage, I call it. And it, you know, yeah. And so I never forget we were, we were in the hospital and we were lying in the hospital bed before a surgery. And she turned to me and she said, babe, I'm so scared. And I said, yeah, no shit. I'm like, you're going in for major surgery. She's like, like, I'm not scared about that. She's like, I'm scared that when you see me after this surgery and the changes in my body, you're not going to find me attractive anymore. And I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. I'm like, one, your health is everything. Don't even think about that. Two, you're always going to be the sexiest and most beautiful woman in the room to me. So please don't. So love me with the lights on is for her because I want her to know that I love her because of her imperfections, because of Mm. her strength and her beauty and her confidence. So this song is for everybody. When people see this video, it is seriously going to impact people's lives. Like it is is the most beautiful thing. When is it coming out? August 18th. Yeah. Yeah. So very soon. Very soon. You're going to break my air horn sound maker. (laughs) Okay, Sean, we have laughed. We have literally cried. We have sung... But I'm not going to let you go just yet. We like to end every call with a game. Oh, I, I wouldn't have it any other way. I knew there was oh, going to be on. something coming. I knew it. So I've been doing this for years. Okay. I feel like you are the ultimate, like, cool, hot dad okay. of three kids. Yep. And I personally like to celebrate hot dads doing hot things. So I'd like to play a game with you called Hot Dads doing hot things. (laughs) That's a, that's a very good name. Okay. But here's the catch. I have uh, a personal boy band, uh, who sings pop jingles for every game I play on this podcast. Wow. And because you are my guest, a pop star yourself, I was hoping you could perform your own jingle for your own game. Okay. A short little jingle for hot dads doing hot. Okay. Anytime is good. Anytime. That's good, right? That's it. That's (laughs) it. So here's how it's going to work. I'm going to give you a scenario. You have to tell me what you would do as quickly as possible. Are you ready? I'm ready. Let's do it. Your eight-year-old daughter wants to shake her booty on TikTok. Uh, I'm guilty of letting her do it. Uh, I know. But she's so cute so when cute. she does it. I know. Oh. I know. Okay, your kids tell you they don't want to be seen with you at school. I don't care. I embarrass them at school. I wear shorts in the wintertime at school. <laughs> yeah. With those legs, right? I would too. Yeah, people Ooh. look at me like I'm nuts, but I don't care. Absolutely not. The squats you've been doing, you are ready. A soccer mom at your kids' rep soccer game starts to hit on you. Ooh. I respectfully have to tell her that I'm happily married to the most beautiful woman on the planet. Oh, shivers. (laughs) Your youngest son tells you he wants his own YouTube channel. Oh, I'm all for that. And he's got, do you know he's 12 and he's got a girlfriend that he's like pretty like serious about? It's crazy. No, stop, stop, stop. Okay, well then let me add this. Your 12 year old son asks you about sex. Oh my God. They've already done that, Jesse. No! I'm like, dude, yeah, we had to like, we went through their phones one time and like <gasps> my, my my oldest son, who's now 15, but he was about 10 at the time, 
So the Google question was, what he typed in is, what is a blowjob? Oh my God, oh my Could God. Could you oh imagine? God, oh my God. No, he just wanted to know. He just wanted he to just... know. Oh my like, God. What are people talking so about? What, what, is the, what is this blowjob thing? Adding a new scenario. Your 10-year-old son Googles, what is a blowjob? Um, um, dude. <sighs> you, but like, you're too young for that. You don't need to know. That's like when your mom blow dries her hair. She gets a good blowjob. Okay, okay, so you don't even go there at 10. No. But eventually, you do, right? Eventually. 100%. Okay, so you want them to hear it from you, right? I would rather because them God get the knows. information from us. Because yeah. what you see, the pictures and stuff you see on Google are not where it's at. Like I know, I Google how not... to do a blowjob every second day. I still can't <laughs> I still can't, I can't, st- I still can't really, do it, right? this, We really derailed. Yeah, this it's fine. This is great. Things. This is great. Finally, your wife mother of your three kids tells you she is stressed, she is exhausted, she just can't do it anymore. Well, it's funny you say that. I literally, my wife tomorrow, I surprised her with an entire spa day. She's getting pampered and she's gonna spend the night at a hotel by herself, room service, all the things, and I got the kids. I got the, she deserves it. She deserves, after the year she's been through and me being so busy right now, that's the least I could do for her. Oh my God, Sean Desmond, <laughs> the crowd is going wild. Yo, if there's any gentlemen listening to this or husbands, they hate me, right? Yes. Oh my God, Evan is furious. He's he's like, who is this, this guy? This asshole what? making all of us look bad. Who's trying to love you with the lights on? Right. And that's how you play. Hot things, doing hot things. Sean Desmond, not only are you a great dad, a hot dad, an iconic pop star, you're just a really good guy. I have always been blown away by how talented, how kind, how genuine you are and have been to me. I feel so lucky that we all get more Sean Desmond in our lives. Well, I appreciate that, Jesse, but I feel the exact same way about you. You have not changed and you have done so many incredible things since the last time we saw each other and you are Mm. still the same person. I love you so much. And like, don't ever change. I'm never going to. This is just the way we are. Like, I know. Do you know what I mean? It's the Canadian in us. We can't shake it. We can't can't shake it. Can't be a jerk. Uh, It's not in me. Stream the new singles, Maniac and Love Me With The Lights On. Look for that video coming yes. out August, August 18th. 18th. It'll, it's going to be everywhere. And can I just make a record to my phonies? While you're at it, go ahead and add Shook and Shiver yes. and get ready to your summer playlist. Not like this, Follow Electric, all of them. Electric, please, Electric. We didn't even go there. We didn't even go electric. there. Electric. Yeah. Add to Real SD on TikTok, on Instagram, on all the things. Um, Sean Desmond. You got me shook. Oh, my God. Thank That's you, Jesse. I love you so much. This was so much I fun. I love you, too. Oh, my God. Please. I can't please, believe we waited please. this long. Hello? It's too long. Too long. It's too long. I miss you. I love you. I will continue to slide up in your DMs every yes. single post you make. I'm like, shut I love it. Um, Just keep on rocking it in the T dot 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 T dot O. But now we have to say bye. I know. That's so sad. I love you. This was I amazing. I love you, too. Goodbye, girl. Bye. Oh my hot God, dad's doing hot things. Hot things. Ooh. I just want to make sure you get a good snippet of that so you can just continue to use it. Trust me, we're going to use that. I mean, I rarely have straight men on this podcast. It's, oh my God. But I made an exception for you, but the next one I do, I will use it. I, I love it. I love it. Thank you, Sean. Bye. Bye. Sean Desmond, everybody. Ah. Oh. 
the ultimate hot dad doing hot things. So catchy. And those hot things are putting out new singles, videos, and just unabashedly leaning into doing the thing he loves. And we love him for that. I cannot wait to get more Sean Desmond in 2023. After the break, last week I promised you I would play a particular voicemail from a particular Pitbull fan. And would I ever break a promise to you, phonies? Never. Next. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. We're back. Let's check my voicemail. Check, check, check your voicemail. Hi, Jesse. My name is Marla. I'm calling from Ottawa, Canada. And I am so happy I found your pod. Thank you for recording it. I love it and look forward to it each week. But the reason I'm calling is that I was able to see Pitbull last weekend in Ottawa. He performed at our Blues Festival here. And I didn't know what to expect, but I have to say... He literally set my elderly millennial loins on fire. I had no idea that like a tight black t-shirt, black dress pants, and a satin vest would have me lusting, but he did. And this is my plea to all of the elderly millennials that are listening to your pod. Please do yourself a favor and go and see his concert with Ricky Martin and Rike. And you will not regret spending your life savings to see Pitbull. And I just wanted to let you know that I thought of you a lot during the concert and I hope you're having a good summer and I'll talk to you soon. Bye. I like this voicemail. Oh, so much. I mean, first of all, Marla from Ottawa, I love that you thought of me while your loins were on fire looking at Pitbull in, quote, black dress pants and a satin vest. (laughs) I cannot. (laughs) You know, the thing that gets me going is a satin vest. But I love to hear it. I love this for you, Marla, for all of us. Even if you did call us elderly millennials, just to clarify, it is elder millennials. Adding the Y is highly offensive. Mm -hmm. 
Uh, you remember this last week my phony told us all live how incredible Pitbull was, and I have been thinking about taking money from my children's education plan and investing it in some Pitbull tickets. I just, I needed confirmation from you, Marla, that it was worth it. So now I have it. Um, I feel like it's going to happen. Jason, did you know that decent tickets in LA are over $1,000? Are you in? What? Seriously? Decent tickets, like in the one section... Eleven hundred to fourteen hundred dollars. Having seen Pitbull, sounds like it's worth the money. Sounds like it's worth that, right? Sorry, kids, you're not going to Harvard, but I'm going to Pitbull. In adjacent Pitbull news, he's gonna have to dust off that satin vest and add a tie. Because Tony Robbins just revealed that he's been coaching Pitbull to become a motivational speaker. Did you hear this, Jason? No. So Pitbull, I guess, has been speaking at Tony Robbins conventions. Between thrusting on stage in Ottawa, he's been making time to inspire people all over the country. And I don't know about you, but I feel like this really just makes sense. You know, he has been motivationally speaking to us with that husky voice for a decade. Okay? He took his life from negative to positive. He just want you to know that. (laughs) Picture that with a Kodak. I don't even know what that means. If it is cheaper to get tickets to a Tony Robbins convention, maybe I'll just do that. And then they can both set my loins on fire and inspire me to change my life at the same time, you know? Thank you for your message, Marla, and for thinking of me at a Pitbull concert. Honestly, I hope the fire in those loins burns for eternity. And that's our show. And I'm just going to say sorry, Pitbull. Sorry, Brian Adams. But we must end with a Sean Desmond banger. I mean, we went through a lot of the old songs. I feel like we need to end with a new one. Agreed. 100%. Hit us with Maniac, technical producer Rob. Ooh, I mean, it's such a vibe. Ugh. Huge thanks to at SD. I love you, Sean Desmond, forever and always. Thank you, Jason. Thank you. You always leave me shut. <laughs> you, you know... Ah. Oh, fuck, I don't have anything. (laughs) I know I'm literally taking the microphone out of my mother's underwear drawer to go face three children. It's pouring rain here in Vancouver. I don't know what we're going to do together. But, you know, tomorrow we're going to Whistler where we've rented an Airbnb. And if it doesn't come with a guided transcendental meditation session and a wine room, I am leaving a terrible review. Phonies, thank you as always for listening, for DMing me inside jokes after every episode, for leaving us five-star reviews. I can't tell you how much it means to me. So let's talk next Thursday. Take it away, Sean. Friend was created by our mom Jesse Crookson. The executive producers are Jesse Crookson and Jason Yanba. The technical producer is Rob Perot. The amazing theme song and sexy interludes are by Jay Melanowski from Badwin Sound Clash. Phone a friend is part of. The ACAST Creator Network. Credits are by us, Ray Gatika and Rio Gatika. We're her kids. That's crazy, right? Wow, you're still listening? 
Okay, see you next week. Hi, this is Kristen. And this is Jen from My Mom So Hard. And we're here to talk about By Heart. Do you remember when you were nursing and you were like, I want to give the best thing I can to my baby? Well, we've got that for you. It's called By Heart. And it is a infant nutrition company built from the ground up to deliver real innovation on behalf of babies and parents. Curious about By Heart? Redeem your welcome offer at byheart.com slash podcast with code MOMS20 for a limited time. Additional terms and conditions apply. Tell them my mom so hard sent you.